Hi everyone, my name's Dave Ward and I'd like to welcome you to the Ancient Prophets Modern Message podcast. The podcast takes the form of a short reflection based on a reading from one of the 12 minor prophets. Each episode is divided into four sections. We read from one of the prophets, think about what we've read, use what we've read as an opportunity to pray and then look at a simple way we might begin to live what we've learned. Read, think, pray and live. This is the third in series six of the podcast, where we're looking at Amos, prophet of justice and mercy for the poor. Amos part three, fit for purpose. What sort of person does God choose to work with? What are the credentials for being God's messenger? I'm reading from Amos chapter seven, Verses 1 to 15. The Sovereign Lord showed me a vision. I saw him preparing to send a vast swarm of locusts over the land. This was after the king's share had been harvested from the fields and as the main crop was coming up. In my vision, the locusts ate every green plant in sight. Then I said, O Sovereign Lord, please forgive us, or we will not survive, for Israel is so small. So the Lord relented from his plan. I will not do it, he said. Then the Sovereign Lord showed me another vision. I saw him preparing to punish his people with a great fire. The fire had burned up the depths of the sea and was devouring the entire land. Then I said, O Sovereign Lord, please stop or we will not survive, for Israel is so small. Then the Lord relented from his plan too. I will not do that either, said the Sovereign Lord. Then he showed me another vision. I saw the Lord standing beside a wall that had been built using a plumb line. He was using a plumb line to see if it was still straight. Then the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? I answered, a plumb line. And the Lord replied, I will test my people with this plumb line. I will no longer ignore all their sins. The pagan shrines of your ancestors will be ruined and the temples of Israel will be destroyed. I will bring the dynasty of King Jeroboam to a sudden end. Then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent a message to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Amos is hatching a plot against you right here on your very doorstep. What he's saying is intolerable. He's saying... Jeroboam will soon be killed and the people of Israel will be sent away into exile. Then Amaziah sent orders to Amos. Get out of here, you prophet. Go on back to the land of Judah and earn your living by prophesying there. 
don't bother us with your prophecies here in Bethel. This is the king's sanctuary and the national place of worship. But Amos replied, I'm not a professional prophet and I was never trained to be one. I'm just a shepherd and I take care of sycamore fig trees. But the Lord called me away from my flock and told me, Go and prophesy to my people in Israel. Amos and Jonah were contemporaries with much in common, as well as some significant differences. Jonah, from the northern kingdom of Israel, was sent to deliver God's message to the people of Assyria. Amos, from the southern kingdom of Judah, was sent to Israel. Both had the disadvantage of being prophets to a foreign culture before they even started to speak. And while Jonah was at least an experienced prophet with a good track record, Amos was an amateur called from his everyday life to be God's messenger. So why did God call a foreign prophet when there were probably homegrown ones in Israel? And what made Amos in particular fit for God's purpose? Today's reading gives us several clues. Firstly, Amos was obviously a good listener. I guess being a shepherd can involve lots of time alone in quiet places. Perhaps it's easier to hear God when there are few distractions. The fact that he recognised God speaking to him suggests that he spent regular time in prayer and worship, building a relationship with God. For him, prayer was a two-way conversation where God actually worked with Amos and although he had the power to enact his judgment, chose to be persuaded by the compassionate prophet and relented from his plan. God changed his mind. Secondly, Amos was brave enough to obey God and speak out against Israel's sin, but he did so with great compassion. He clearly loved the people God had sent him to as much as he loved God, and like many Bible characters before and after, he was prepared to speak up and ask God to show his mercy rather than his judgment. I cringe when I hear followers of Jesus preaching a message of judgment, almost relishing the way God will punish wicked people and showing not an ounce of care or compassion for them. Amos, on the other hand, reflected God's heart. Finally, Amos was confident in his authority as God's representative. Opposition and threats from a corrupt priest cut no ice. God has given him a task to fulfil and a message to speak, and he had the courage to deliver an unpopular message that could have got him killed. Discouragements often come to God's people, so this quality of unwavering trust in God's choosing and anointing is indispensable. So, Amos 
got the job and he got the job done. Let's pray. Father, help me to keep a close relationship with you and to be a good listener. Help me to be courageous as I do and say the things you give me and help me to always have a great love for the people you call me to work with. Amen. If the qualities of Amos are the qualities of someone who's fit for purpose to work in partnership with God, how much are you like Amos? Are you a person of prayer who listens for God's voice and recognises God speaking? Are you someone who courageously speaks hard words out of love and compassion, hoping for change? Are you someone who doesn't give up when things get tough or dangerous? Are you fit for purpose yet? And a final prayer. Father, keep me constantly aware of your loving presence wherever I go today. Jesus, help me to resemble you in the things I do, think and say with all the people I will meet today. Spirit, open my eyes to see you at work in the world and prompt me to join in with what I see. Amen. Thank you.